In this bulletin, employer groups concerned over criminal penalties and draft rules on the right to disconnect from work. The Reserve Bank governor says inflation pressure is easing, but challenges remain. And in basketball, the Australian Opals begin their campaign to qualify for the Paris Olympics. With the latest SBS News, I'm Biwa Kwan. Employer groups are concerned that criminal penalties could be imposed on employers who breach what's being legally drafted as the right to disconnect from work. Under draft legislation on industrial relations reform, which passed the Senate yesterday, an amendment was added after negotiation with the Greens Party, giving workers the right to ignore out-of-office calls and emails without being penalised. There is recognition that employers could have a legitimate reason for contacting their staff at home, like offers for empty shifts but there's still the prospect that employees could be fined $18,000. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says during the debate in the Senate, the government tried to scrap the criminal penalties for employers, but there was no support for the move from the coalition. He says there'd be no chance of employers being fined if the coalition would give their support. None if the Liberals get out of the way. Um, these, these, this is an issue because the Liberal Party refused to grant leave to have a government amendment to make it very clear. Uh, it's up to them, so I'd suggest that. The question should be asked of Peter Dutton. Why is it that his team are so negative in voting against everything? Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock says inflation and cost of living pressures remain a challenge for Australian households. Australia's annual inflation rate has dropped to a two-year low of 4.1%, but remains well above the RBA's target of between 2 and 3%. Ms Bullock made her remarks in her first appearance before the House of Representatives Economics Committee. She says there are encouraging signs that inflation pressures are easing, but challenges remain. One thing that has not changed since our previous hearing in 2023 is the challenge presented by high inflation. We all remain acutely aware that the cost of living is rising much faster than it has over recent decades. It's been evident over the past couple of years in many of the essential goods and services we all buy, but also in a myriad of other goods and services that we might regard as a bit more discretionary. Thousands of Victorians reported feeling the impact of a 4.3 magnitude earthquake that shook large parts of the state on Friday morning. It hit nearly in Gatha in the Gippsland region, 135 kilometres southeast of Melbourne, at 12.49am. Geoscience Australia says the tremors were felt as far north as Sunbury and as far south as Wilson's Promontory National Park. The Bureau of Meteorology says there was no threat of a tsunami in the aftermath of the earthquake. The chief scientist at the Seismology Research Centre, Adam Pascal, says the quake was the biggest to hit the state since a 5.0 magnitude earthquake rattled residents in southwestern Victoria in October. Vote counting is underway in Pakistan in a general election marred by militant attacks and the suspension of mobile phone services. Three-time Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif is ahead in early counting in an election a number of analysts say is among the least credible in the country's post-independence history. There have been allegations of pre-poll rigging amid a wide crackdown on former leader Imran Khan's party. Mazana Sheikh is an analyst from the London-based Chatham House think tank. She says the role of the military in the election must not be overlooked. The Pakistan Tehreek Insaf, the Justice Party, led by former Prime Minister uh, and now incarcerated leader Imran Khan, is almost surely 
not going to have a chance of forming the next government. The military establishment, they've taken a whole series of measures to ensure that the party has no chance as emerging as the most popular party or the largest party. The country's military has rejected allegations it's been involved in establishing governments, saying it remains apolitical. And to sports, in basketball, the Australian Opals have begun their campaign to qualify for the Paris Olympics. The team is playing three games in four days, against Brazil today, Germany on Sunday and Serbia on Monday. One win across the games will see Australia book a spot in the Paris Games, beginning in July. Australia is currently ranked world number three behind China and the USA. And that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom. 